1: of you to come down to my office, Blackie. Not at all. I know it's after hours, but you know how much I value your opinion. I
3: wish my opinion was as good as your opinion
1: of it, Charlie. Well,
3: uh, what do you think of them? Well, hmm? yeah, they're perfectly cut. The color is good.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't think you're making a mistake buying these diamonds, my friend. That's what I wanted to know. They look right to me, but... Right, both you, you guys keep uh, your uh, hand threat uh, right with the, covered, fellas. Oh, what is there about me that attracts uh, trouble? Look, you guys, I'm very fond of guns, but they lose their attraction when there are fingers around the triggers. Now, suppose, suppose we. Suppose you shut up. Get those diamonds, guys, all of them. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, Blackie.
3: I hope you don't mind this little visit, Mr.
1: Kingston. I most certainly do. It'll
3: be a short one. We'll be out of here before you know it.
1: Blackie, are you going to let him get away with Blackie. it? Blackie. Yes? Is
3: this Boston, Blackie? Yes, and so is. All right, get him, boys. Don't try. Right, oh, yeah. I got him. You have to hold me first, and I have no. For oh, work, kid. Hey, you, Kingston. Me? Yeah, you. Don't get gay or you get what Blackie got. Just stay where you are until we get a five-minute start. Oh, yeah. And if you want something to do for the five minutes, try to wake up your friend Blackie. And if you want something to do for the next five years, try to find out who we are. Want a beer with flavor? A flavor that's delightfully, deliciously different? Try that smooth beer. Try Champagne Velvet, the beer with the million-dollar flavor. Thank you, my friend, for a very happy suggestion. It's worth repeating. Try that smooth beer. But Champagne Velvet is more than just that. It's a beer with a rare and unusual flavor combination. It's bright and sparkling from foam to finish. It's light and lively with a clear, clean taste that makes you sure it's pure. And best of all, it has the rich, robust, and full-bodied flavor that stamps it as a beer of real premium quality. Premium quality that costs you no premium in price. Light and lively, bright and sparkling, yet just as smooth. What a flavor combination. And you're sure it's pure. Now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Dump the diamonds we took from Kingston on a table, Joey. Okay. Go ahead, dump them.
0: Here they are. Gee, look at them sparkle. Yeah. You know, sometimes I could fall in love with diamonds. Sometimes. It's one, two, three, four, five, six.
3: Ten of them. Yeah. Three for you, Joey. Okay. Three for Danny. Three. And three? Yeah. At least four. So? You mean four for you, Mike? That's right. Four for me.
0: Sometimes I ain't happy with a split, but this is okay with me. Not with me. uh This was supposed to be a three-way deal. I ain't happy with you getting an extra diamond, Mike.
3: Sit down, Danny.
0: Oh, no. Give me that extra diamond. I'll peddle it to a fence and we'll split the dough three ways. That'll make everything come out right. I said sit down, Danny. You don't block me, Mike. I'm taking... Sometimes I think you're too
3: quick with a gun, boss. I think Danny's dead. I imagine he is, Joey. And you know something? Sometimes. It's a very convenient thing that he is dead. It's so much easier to divide ten diamonds two
1: ways.
2: Anything in the papers, Rocky?
3: One thing that interests me, Mary.
2: Well, it must interest you a whole lot more than I do. You've been staring at that picture on the front page for five minutes.
3: Take a look at the picture of this guy, Mary.
2: I'm looking, and I'm much prettier.
3: (laughs) And a whole lot more alive. Hmm? This is a rogues' gallery photo of a guy found dead in an empty lot this morning. Oh. There's something familiar about him, but his name, Danny Morris, I can't place that.
2: Maybe you recognize the number on his chest. You probably met it on an auto license somewhere, and you just can't remember where.
3: (laughs) Stop kidding. I think I've got something. Selfish. Okay, okay, I'll share it. I told you what happened last night in Charlie Kingston's office. In that you did. One of the three characters who came in, clipped me, and caught the diamonds resembles this dead man.
2: That is something. You told me that you hadn't the slightest idea where to look for those three men. This murder will help you, won't it?
3: Certainly. It'll help me discharge an obligation. Mm-hmm. I owe those clowns something for conking me. And with Inspector Faraday's help, maybe I now can pay them off. <laughs> Boss, you're pretty sure the cops will pick us up, ain't you? I'm very sure, Joey. Just as sure as I am that they'll have to let us go as soon as they hear our story. They're
0: going to know that you and Danny and me came into town again. And when they find Danny's body, they're going to look for us. Sometimes I... I just got finished telling you they were going to pick us up, Joey.
3: And I told you also that they'd let us go. Okay, if you say so. You told me. Sure. You got this rat fixed, boss? You can't fix cops, Joey. No. I have this situation outsmarted, that's all. You yeah. have? Now, how about playing some gin rummy and forgetting all about it?
0: Sometimes I ain't sure you know what you're talking about.
3: Talking about gin rummy? That ain't what I mean. Oh, you mean about being in the clear? Yeah. Just wait and see, Joey. I'll get the cards.
0: Sometimes I think maybe I should have turned on a... My brother's got a garage out in the sticks. He's happy. You don't have to outsmart no cops. He... Open but... up in there.
1: This is the police.
3: A little earlier than I expected. Okay, we're coming. Just quit banging on the door. I said we're coming.
1: Well, you Joey sometimes? My name is
3: Graves. That's Joey over there.
1: I'm Faraday, Homicide. You're going with me,
3: both of you. We'd be delighted to go. Come on, Joey. Yeah. We got nothing to worry about.
0: All I hope, boss, is that you know what you're talking about,
1: Blackie, I don't want to have to tell you this again Get out of my office or I'll have you arrested for loitering
3: Inspector, I don't want to have to tell you this again I'm a taxpayer and you're a public servant I'll be glad I don't have you come up to my house and wash the dishes
1: Mm, As if you use dishes (laughs) Okay, Blackie, what do you
3: want? I have a little personal score to settle with the killers of that Danny Morris
1: Yeah I want to
3: know what you know about the case. Tell me, Inspector. I'm sure it won't take you long to tell me all you know. All I know?
1: I don't know anything. Bragging will get you nowhere with me. Humorous. Danny Morris came to town a week ago with two characters named Mike Graves and Joey Sometimes.
3: Joey Sometimes? What kind of a name is that? Hmm? I didn't name him. You want to listen or you want to talk? I want to grab Mike and Joey. That's what I want to do. I've done that. They're in the next room. They deny they killed Danny. Well, what would you expect them to do? Who knows? Get them in here, Faraday. I have a plan to make them change their minds. Wait a minute, genius. I'll let you listen to their story. Wait until you hear mine.
1: Okay, Graves, you too, Joey. Yeah. Come on in here. Why don't you give up, Flatfoot? Sometimes I get so tired of it all. Oh, you're kidding. These are the guys, Blackie. Yeah, Mike the... Graves and
3: Joey I sometimes. They sure are. They're the guys who stuck up Kingston's office and knocked me out. One slide Faraday, from here on, they are mine. No, you don't,
0: Hold it. Hold it, I quit. Oh, you're
1: always spoiling
3: for fun.
0: Sometimes guys get so excited, don't they, Mike? Now,
1: Blackie, hold still you hear their story, or I will throw you out.
3: Okay, okay, I'll be good. You better. But their story better be, too. It is.
1: We know Danny Morris was shot at 9 o'clock last night. Yeah. These two claim they're at a ball game last night.
3: That ought to be easy to check. Try it. All right.
1: With
0: the
3: starting pitchers.
0: Sometimes I think guys can get pretty stupid, don't you? Sometimes,
3: Mike. Yeah. I wonder how you ever got your name, Joey. Well, Blackie, when I was Blackie, a listen. Kid. We asked these two every possible question about the game. They know all the answers. They could have heard it on the radio, or read about it this morning in the papers, or seen it on television. You hear that, Joey? Yeah. The man says we could have heard it on the radio. Sometimes I think we could save money that way.
0: Never thought of that. <laughs>
3: Faraday, give me one minute. Just one minute to forget my promise. Where is did
1: Blackie. These two not only know all about the game, they have ticket stubs. They were sitting in section 25, row H, seats 13 and 14.
3: So they went to the game after they killed Morris. Blackie, Danny was a friend.
1: Why would we kill him?
3: I can think of a lot of reasons for killing a friend, friend. Faraday, I want these two lugs arrested on a charge of holding up Charlie Kingston and me and stealing ten diamonds.
1: That isn't my department, Blackie. But I'll see that it's done. Good.
3: No. Hmm? No, wait a minute. I just thought of something. Let them go. What? Robbery doesn't carry enough of a penalty to suit me. I'll get these two jokers on a murder charge. You have my word on that. I'll pin a murder rap on them. Um... Daily Chronicle, classified.
2: I lost my dog. It's a brown collie. answers to the name of Rover. Mm-hmm. I want to offer a reward for All it. Right. Please say, lost, brown collie. Answer to the name of Rover. Howdy. Liberal reward if returned to owner. Mm-hmm. And sign at Mrs. DeWitt Calvin, Hotel Victor, room 928.
3: All right, we'll send you a bill. You. Goodbye. Daily Chronicle, classified. This
1: is Charles Kingston. I want to place a place to classify that. Oh, yes, Mr. Kingston. This is the ad. $100 reward will be paid to the yes. persons who sat in either seats 12 or 15, row H, section 25 at the ball game last night, if they were reported at my office.
3: Very well, Mr. Kingston. I know your office number. I'll put it in. Good, good. It's a little unusual, though. Did you lose something at the ball game?
1: Not exactly.
3: All right, I'll insert the ad, Mr. Kingston, and I'm pretty sure you'll get some answers. Chronicle
1: want ads, get results. All I know is if the ad gets results, so will Boston Blackie. Very well, Miss Chambers. When I buzz you, let him come in. That's good, Charlie. That's it, Blackie. The ad brought some results.
3: Somebody's in your outer office, Charlie?
1: That's right. He's here for his $100. Uh-huh. Says he was sitting in Section 25, row H, seat 12. That's my boy. All right. Good. Just wait a
3: second while I get these two photographs under the envelope. Mm-hmm. So do you recognize these lugs, Charlie? Yeah, wait till I put on my glasses. There. Oh, yes. These are two of the men who held us up and took my diamonds. And unless I'm mistaken, later killed a third member of their gang. Oh. Their alibi is that they spent last night when the killing took place at the ball game. We'll see. See what? Well, I'm sure they weren't at any ball game. According to Ticker stubs, they showed Faraday they were sitting in row H, seats 13 and 14. Yes. We advertised for whoever had the seats on either side of them. I get it. And you'll show the
1: man outside these pictures, he won't be able to identify the men, and you'll be on the way to breaking that alibi. That's right.
3: I'm sure those men weren't in those seats unless they got into them after they killed their partner. And, Charlie... Yes? When I get them for murder, I'll get your diamonds back. Right now, you buzz your secretary and let that man in. And I'll show you how right I am.
1: All right, Blackie. That'll do it. They should be in and about.
0: Hey, which one of you is Keaston? I am. Oh.
1: But
3: it's my friend Boston Blackie who wants to talk to you. That's right.
0: Okay, friend. My name's Davis, Al Davis. I was sitting in section 25, row H, and C-12 at last night's game.
3: Good. Take a look at these pictures, Davis. Do you recognize either of these two men? Let me look, friend. There we
0: are. Hey, sure, sure, those two guys. I don't exactly know, but I seen them at last night's game. He sat next to me.
3: During the entire game?
0: Every minute of it. The guy here had a yellow necktie last night. Now, how about the honor box, the newspapers that I get? Do you have your stub? Who saves stubs?
3: Listen, if this is a gag, I'll take Very your card. Very few people but... save stubs. But here's $100 I'm saving for my friend Kingston. Blackie, why did you hit that man? You can be
1: wrong, you know, and just because he told you something you
3: didn't want to hear is no reason for knocking him out. That isn't the reason I knocked him out, Charlie? That isn't the reason at all. Premium quality, yes, sir. Premium quality that is yours to enjoy at no premium in price. Now, that's something worth remembering. But every time you pour your glass of champagne velvet, you're reminded that you're enjoying a real premium quality beer at no premium in price. You know, of course, that more costly malt and grain, higher-priced hops, and more careful and costly brewing methods are all a part of C.V.'s famous million-dollar formula. So C.V. has to have unmistakable premium quality. C.V.'s flavor tells you all of that. It's bright and sparkling, light and lively from foam to finish, with the rich, robust, and full-bodied flavor of a real honest-to-goodness beer. Real premium-quality beer. But that's not all. It has a clear, clean taste, given it by controlled aging. A taste that makes you sure it's pure. And it's smooth, 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 just as smooth. And now back to Boston Blackie. Boston Blackie and his friend Charlie Kingston are held up and robbed of valuable diamonds by three men. Later, one of the men is found murdered, and Blackie attempts to prove the other two are responsible. However, they claim they were at a night ball game, and their alibi is substantiated by a man named Al Davis, whom Blackie knocks out. As we return to our story, he is exposed to his friend, Mary Westley.
2: All I know is you shouldn't have hit him, Blackie.
3: (laughs) You sound as sorry as Al Davis must feel. Don't you see, Mary, it was all a gimmick. Mike Graves and Joey sometimes sent Davis.
2: Well, how could you be sure of that?
3: First of all, I'm positive they couldn't have been at the ball game. Not for the entire game, anyhow.
2: Poor, pure conjecture on your part, I'm sorry to say. Is it? Yes.
3: Kingston and I were held up at 8 o'clock. Now, listen to this. The game started at 8.30. Kingston's office is too far away from the ballpark to make it in half an hour.
2: Oh, and when that Davis fellow said Graves and Joy were at the game from the start, you knew he was lying.
3: That was one way I knew. Uh
2: Oh?
3: Mary, maybe I'd better tell you what I'm sure actually happened.
2: Yes, maybe you'd better. The
3: three lugs held up Kingston and me, then got into a fight over the diamonds, and Danny was killed. Mm -hmm. The remaining two went to the ballpark just to establish their alibi. Uh They probably arrived in the middle of the game, but they did have their seat stubs.
2: And when they saw Kingston's ad in the paper, they knew what was happening. That, that a trap was being set. So they sent Davis.
3: Certainly. I told you before I had another way of knowing Davis was lying. Oh. He didn't have his seat stub. And nobody remembers the exact seat he sat in at any ball game. They can come close, but they can't tell you exactly. Yeah, I
2: suppose that's so. I could go to a theater and an hour afterward couldn't tell you exactly what seat I was sitting in. That's what I mean. But, but Blackie, sending Davis to Kingston's more or less confirms your theory, doesn't it? That Joey and Graves are the killers you want? Certainly it
3: does. And now I have another plan. What's that? The first thing is to get Graves and Joey to dislike each other a little.
2: Oh, how do you do that?
3: By making a phone call to them. Whichever one answers the phone is going to make his partner answer to him.
0: Eh, how do you like that? <laughs> Any other game you think you can play, Joey? You no, know, boys... Sometimes I think maybe you cheat. What do you mean sometimes? I cheat all the time. Only I wouldn't cheat on my friends. You got friends? Sure. Huh? Come on, let's deal the cards. You wear <laughs> off them spots with all that shuffling.
3: Okay, Joey. Who's that? Never mind, I'll get it. Okay. I don't know who it is. I do know it can't be the cops or Boston Blackie either. Even though he did get hepped to that Al Davis we sent to answer that ad Kingston put into the paper. Well,
0: whoever it is, get him off in a hurry.
3: Sometimes I got to win a hand. Okay. Hello? Hello, Joey. It's all set just the way we planned. I got tickets. You see, we wait can... a minute. This isn't Joey. I'll get him. Joey. For me?
0: Which dame is calling me, boss? Sometimes I can't make up my mind. It's Which no dame,
3: Joey. Here, take it. Mm-hmm. You don't mind if I stay right here.
0: Uh, no, no, it's okay. Hello. Joey,
3: my graveskin here is not skinny. Huh? I don't want him to know I'm teaming up with you and dealing him out. Yeah, he's too smart an operator.
0: Hey, wait a minute.
3: He's listening, huh? Okay, call me. Now, what did the... Trust me, huh, Joey? Me? You. Sometimes,
0: boys, I... I could... can
3: hear. Okay, Joey, you want to bust up with me and team up with some other clown? I'm going to bust you first. <laughs> Get you out of your head. Don't smack me around, boss. Why not?
0: Punk. Because I don't like it. When I don't like things, sometimes I hit back, like not. Yeah. 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 Hey, Joey. Joey. Wait a minute, Joey. You got enough? You sorry you started it? I sure am. But not the way you think. Joey, that phone call you got wasn't on a level. I know that. It was meant to start us battling. I guarantee it. It was Boston Blackie on a phone. Oh. Trying to get us sore at each other, huh? Sure. Sometimes I think that Blackie is pretty smart. I tried to tell you I didn't know what the guy on the other end of the phone was yapping about. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I should have listened
3: to you. Yeah, sure you should. Well, what's the difference? Yeah. Let's get back to our game, Joey. We've already beaten Blackie at his. So, genius? I think right now, Inspector, I'm only so-so. So? It didn't work.
1: It didn't? And you won't let me? So what? Blackie, you were sure you could promote a fight between Mike and Joey and get one of them to believe he was being double-crossed by the other. That's all right. All right, what happened?
3: Well, you ought to know. You were listening on the fire escape outside their room when I was telephoning. I was listening. All right, all right. What's this new idea you got? It has to do with Kingston's diamonds. Yeah, what about the diamonds? Well, if I'm right about Graves and Joey... As far as I'm concerned, you can stop right there. If I'm right about them, they grab the diamonds after they slug me. Mm. I got to remember to send them a fan letter for clipping you. When you sign it, put the word Inspector before the X you make so that uh, they'll know that it's from you. Uh,
1: you were telling me something about Graves and Joey having grabbed the diamonds. Oh, yes, yeah, so I was.
3: Well, recontinue. Uh, where was I now? Oh, yes. Uh, I, I think that after they uh, took them, they killed Danny Morris, the third member of their gang.
1: That mm, was real thoughtful of them.
3: I thought so. Yeah, how do we prove it? By proving first that they have the diamonds they stole. Go on. Don't worry, I am going on. Right on to the solution to this case. <laughs>
1: Kingston speaking. This is Blackie, Charlie. Hello, Blackie.
3: How busy are you?
1: I'm all right at the moment, Blackie. Why?
3: Can you make a phone call for me?
1: I don't know why not.
3: All right. Get the standard hotel on the wire and ask for a fellow named Graves. Yes. Then tell him you want to buy back the diamonds he stole from you.
1: Blackie, are you sure you know what you're talking about? I think so. Graves won't do business with me. He won't admit he has the stones. I know he won't. Why should I make that call?
3: Because I ask you to.
1: Mm, That's a good enough reason. I'll make the call. Thanks. What do I do after I've finished?
3: After you finish, Jolly, Graves and Joey sometimes will be finished.
0: If that's one of my dames, Mike, I ain't in.
3: Any gal stupid enough to call you would believe that, Joey.
0: Unless it's Margie. Margie, I got something to say. Sometimes I think all the gals
3: got a yin for me. Why not? How could they resist you? Hello?
1: Hello, this is Jolly Kingston. Who? It's all right. I don't expect you to say you know me. But I want my diamonds back, the ones you stole from me. And I'll pay you more for them than you'll get anywhere else.
3: I'll tell him when he comes in. Goodbye. <laughs> what does he think I am, a chump? Oh, Who was that boy? Oh, brother, that Blackie never gives up. That was Charlie Kingston saying he wanted to buy those stones we copped. Huh? Which is just a gimmick, Joey, to get us to grab the rocks from where we got them stashed. <laughs> Blackie would be following us and... <laughs> What's up? Hey, do you smell smoke, Joey? Me? Yeah. No. Th- huh? Hey, hey, I do.
0: Coming in from under the door. Yeah. Let's get out of here. you have to tell me twice. Let's see if we can make it down the stairs. Yeah. Hey, this door's locked from the outside. Leave us not fooling around with any doors. All Let's get out the window. There's a fire escape. <laughs> we'll be okay. Don't worry. Everything has to happen to us. Sometimes I think maybe neither of us is <laughs> lucky. Open a window, will you? I'm trying to. It's stuck. That break. <laughs> Look, out of the way I'll do it with this chair <laughs> Hurry up, the smoke is getting me Get out of the way <laughs>
3: Okay, force Right. All right Get back in that room, both hey. you. Blackie That's right, Blackie And both of you stay in the room My gun and I like you there Look, Blackie, <laughs>
0: the joint's on fire We gotta get out Do you? Boss, the flames are coming in Look at the door Blackie, let us
3: out Sure, as soon as you tell me Where those diamonds are Let us out of now, here Force, the diamonds ain't worth it Tell them Not a chance
0: That's what you think Blackie, the stones are in the Ace vault We got them in a box there Under the name of Woods I'll give you the key Thank you now, oh, let us
3: out. It's hot in here. Why did you kill Danny Morris? Blackie, you made a deal. You said you'd let us out if we told you where the diamonds I were. I changed my mind. What? Now I want to know about Danny Morris. We killed him because he griped about the way the boys were splitting up the stones. Now <laughs> oh, let us out of here. One minute. How about that ball game alibi? We went to the game after we
1: killed Danny. Blackie let us out.
3: One moment, please. Oh, Faraday.
1: Yeah, Blackie, I'm here. Faraday, too. Come on, you guys. You want it out. All right, keep your hands oh, up. Yeah, okay. Okay. Not to
3: mention your spirits. Well, boys, the fire I started outside the door to the trick. It got you two to confess, only there isn't any real fire at all. No real fire? No. I imagine I'll have to pay for a new door, which I had to set on fire, with one of Faraday's policemen on hand to see that the flames didn't spread. Oh, by the way, uh, that phone call from Kingston just now uh, was to throw you off guard. I knew you wouldn't fall for it. Uh, You're pretty clever, Blackie. Thank you. One thing I know, that fire I set means we wind up this case in a blaze of glory. (laughs) that. Uh Everybody is now completely happy.
2: With the possible exception of that fellow Graves and uh, Joey (laughs) sometimes. Yeah. You know, they were awful silly to fool around with you. See
3: what happens when people try? Let that be a lesson to you. Yes, (laughs) Of course, they didn't know I'd be in Kingston's office when they stole the diamonds, Mm -hmm. and they never planned to kill Danny. But I'll say this for them. They covered up pretty well. Mm,
2: Just not quite good enough.
3: They figured out everything I do with the exception of that primary.
2: How come they missed up on that?
3: I had Kingston call them just before we let the smoke get through the door. I wanted them to think that that was my next move. The phone call? Yeah. That put them off guard, and when they saw me on the fire escape, they were pretty sure the only way that I'd let them out is if they talked.
2: They didn't see Inspector Faraday there?
3: No, no, no. He was out of sight. Huh? They believed they could confess anything to me and later be able to either take care of me or deny what they said. But with Faraday there, it was a different story.
2: With an unhappy ending to them... Kingston has his diamonds back. Graves and Joey are in jail, and we're out for a ride in the country. Getting fresh air. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go back to town, Blackie. Why not? There might be another murder case. That's why not.
3: Oh, in that case, let's hurry back.
2: Oh, Blackie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Make mine C.V. Because for me, there is no finer beer. And it's just as smooth. make mine CV. So many folks who know good beer when they taste it have said just that. Time after time, That Champagne Velvet is not only the leading beer by far in its home state of Indiana, but it is preferred by particular people everywhere that it is sold. There is only one reason for that, and that is Flavor. The bright, sparkling, light, and lively flavor of a real premium quality beer. Premium quality that costs you no premium in price. The rich, robust, and full-bodied flavor of real, honest-to-goodness beer. And the clear, clean taste that makes you sure it's pure. So make yours CV. Because for you, there is no finer beer. You're sure it's pure. And it's just as smooth. And now, here is a preview of what happens next week.